नमः सर्वे अद्वैत चिंतन वर्गे स्वागतम ओम वक्रतुंड महाकाय सूर्यकोटि समप्रभा निर्विघ्न कुरुमे देवा सर्वकार्यु सर्वदा शंकर शंकराचार्य केशव बादरायण सूत्रभाष्यकृत वंदे भगवंदनःश्वरो गुरुरात्मेदी मूर्तिद विभागिने व्योमेहाय दक्षिणाूर्त नम ओं नम परमर्षिभ्यो नम परमर्षिभ्य वंशी भगनी शांति मंत्र आम महोदय ओम्सहनावतु धन्यवाद श्रीहरी परमानंदमेष्टारमीश्वर व्यापक सर्वोकाण तम नमाम्यहम वी हेव नाउ कंप्लीटेड द फर्स्ट श्लोका वंदन श्लोका प्लस विद्यारण्य मुनीस वंदना श्लोकास ऑफ दीपिका नाउ यार इन द फर्स्ट पैराग्राफ ऑफ विद्यारण्य मुनीस उपाध्यादम और इंट्रोडक्शन और द प्रीफेस टू द दीपिका फॉर द रेस्ट ऑफ द श्लोकास नाउ बिफोर वी Uh, start today's class last class we had to stop because of want of time and there were questions which were pending from all of you so i thought i'll uh, clarify that before we proceed with the rest of the class today what were the questions which were pending ah uh, mahodaya shobha bagni had a question we were started on that but we had to stop it um, with between i think she is there you can ask she can ask the question once again ah uh, shobha bagni ah uh, namaste mahodaya namaste everybody namaste we were talking about the at the time of death mahodaya how the soul leaves and uh, it was about the chaitanya how what transformation happens there in that regard okay now there are two processes which we are to keep it in mind and understand it clearly one is from our vyavaharika tattva chintanam and then there is paramartha avastha so these two are not to be confused when it comes to body chaitanyam living and all those matters which are related to are to the vyavaharika you know tattva so what they call it as uh, paramartha tattva vyavahara tattva right 
because vyavahara is something which we cannot deny it but whether there is satyatvam in it or not what is the truth behind it is what is advaita chinta paddhati is all about now from looking from the vyavahara point of view we have to accept that we are having a body whether we call we as a body or we are living in the body so if we are living in the body there is something called chaitanyam or tattvam inside the body which will be transmigrating or uh, punarjanma for the rest of the transmissions from one stage to another stage and till the take birth now for all these things we have only one pramana pramakaranam pramanam that is from which we have the proper knowledge now what what gives us the proper knowledge is we have to depend upon somebody who has come back to life and tell this is exactly what happened after i death and went uh, what happened to my soul what happened to my body i could see it all those things which somebody comes and but there is no no way we can verify that aspect even if somebody comes in no it can be a it cannot be scientifically proven or even tested by somebody because the other person who takes for a testing his own life may not be able to come back and explain it so from that point of view we cannot depend upon that statement of a person there are a lot of stories which are there in the out of the body experience and rebirth people call recalling some of the experiences from life uh, how this is happening is still a mystery for science and for our our pramana next pramana is shruti in the vedas and upanishads for the practical person who is so much depending upon the vyavahara and who thinks the vyavahara is satya for his benefit the shruti deals with this aspect of death and transmission transmigration what it is there in brahadarni uh, upanishad uh, the detailed discussion between janaka and yatnavalkya uh, and he even explains what is the experience of a person at the time of death now he says that a person when he dies he his soul when trying to detach from the body makes the sound like a crack, cracking of a wooden wheel on a cart that type of a sound he which is not heard outside of course this is a way of a, a poetic explanation or dramatic explanation of uh, that process but what taitiriya upanishad or the other upanishad which uh, deals with the chandogya also says is that that jivatma which is residing in the sharira which is an upati with the prana and mana mana means not the memory part memory part is in the body but there is something called samskara or vasana which is part of the what you call subconscious mind 
where the memory of events are not there but the qualities of uh, experiences and desires of the experiences are uh, carried away through the, the medium is prana and prana travels through one of the holes of the body either eyes, nose, mouth or skin or any of the pores in the body or some one example is on the on the tip of the skull now this jivatma which is engulfed in the prana and the mana goes upward not upward physically but status wise to pitraloka and chandraloka no pitraloka and uh, Vayuloka, Prithuloka, then it deviates into two, two separate roots. Those who have done Punya, Punya Karma and Punya Adikyam, whichever is there, they go to the Chandradi, Chandradi Marga, where, is, where it go to Surya Loka and then Chandra Loka. It, so you can imagine when they say Surya Loka and then Chandra Loka, it is, they are not talking about the physical sun and the moon. It is... Uh, it is given those names by the rishis. Those who are Papa Adikyam or uh, those who have got lesser Punya Adikyam, they go to the Archiradhi Marga, that is through the fire route or they go to the Pidru Loka and they remain as Pidrus till the Punya or Papa, what they have gained which can be consumed at that loka because there are every action which we do here has got its own planes of experiences now that is why the plane of experience sometimes the dream is one plane of experience deep sleep is another plane of experience waking is another plane of experience then beyond that there is a mixture of all the three and so there are totally nine states of experiences in while living itself. Same way, when the body goes, when the jivatma goes with the vasanas and they say, jivatma is only a power house inside. It doesn't go through any of the uh, experiences. It's only a witness to the experiences. But the prana and the mana, which has got these experiences uh, embedded in them, when they go to the Pitruloka, they experience what is the good or the bad, what can be consumed in that loka. What is to be consumed in the Vayu Loka, they will consume there. What to go to Pitruloka, they will consume there. Then Archiradi Loka is there, that they will consume. And Chine Punye Marti Logam Vishanti. They, after that, whatever they have, because they are supposed these subtle planes of existence are supposed to be better than what we are facing in the world but there is no what we call fresh karma being generated when they live in those planes this, uh, these souls it is a what you call bhoga bhoomi what they call it as only for experiencing it and when it is shine when it, when it is get consumed 
மர்க்கிலோகம் விசந்தி வைல் மர்க்கிலோகம் விசந்தி இட் இஸ் அகேன் பாயிட்டிக்கல் எக்ஸ்பிளைன் இட் இஸ் தட் த லைட்னிங் த தண்டர் த ரெயின் இட் கம்ஸ் டவுன் இட் கம்ஸ் டவுன் த்ரூ த வாட்டர் அண்ட் இட் இஸ் கெட்டிங் கன்சியூம்ட் பை த பிளான்ஸ் அண்ட் அனிமல்ஸ் அண்ட் வென் தட் இஸ் பீங் கன்சியூம்ட் தட் இஸ் பீங் டேக்கன் இன் டு த பிதிரு ஷரீரா அண்ட் மாத்ரு ஷரீரா ஆஸ் ஃபுட் and then when the the male and the female copulate then the new life is taken shape in the womb based on at that time that uh, the womb selects the parentage based on what is the left out vasanas for it to consume or exhaust so if if the vasana is not to do more good deeds then srimatam gehe yoga prashto vijayate in the bhagavad gita it is mentioned no so they will take in birth in a better environment if their desire is to uh, physical pleasures they will take place birth in such such environment and then there are some thing where they live for many many time i mean duration of time and it cannot be measured in human lifetime as uh, andajam swetajam there are a different type of lives which are available like you know which are born out of eggs which are born out of sweat or the you know the kida makoda which which uh, gets born in inside the grains sometimes as worms in the uh, grass and the trees different explanations are being that these are all poetic explanations in the the so when the veda itself now those who believe that there is truth in it will believe it but there are, there are the other side of people are there were who have done extremely good punya karma they who don't do not go to the archiradi marga they go to the chandradi marga where they go to the surya loka chandra loka and they can go up to brihaspati loka they they can even become a brihaspati or a uh, brahma who who becomes a progenitor for srishti karta for lives or the, in the after the pralaya so kalpa pralaya all those different stories are there in all these things bhagavata also talks about vishnu purana also talks about it even upanishad talks about it now while this is being told on one side the other side the same upanishad says that ajo nitya shashvatoyam purana na hanyade hanyavane sharire it is ajaha ajaha is the the atma atma is not taking life it is only the prana and the mana which is taking life as per the explanation of the rebirth but yet that which is sarvagatam that is sukshmam achakshutshotram apanipadam which doesn't have a eye eyes or the legs or anything for that there and avikari it doesn't have a vikaram and it cannot be divided undivided in such a case all these stories are for people who look for those answers as real 
for their satisfaction these stories are there but the truth what is that that it is just like when you are dreaming how you create your own life or the world with a different time scale and space and causation relationship colors experiences without these indriyas which we have within the waking without that we are having sensations and experiences in the dream world these stories also are talking about such experiences only but if you think that dream is not real then these experiences which are being told about the archiradi marga or chandradi marga also dream like swapnavat this is what it is on rebirth what the upanishad says any questions oshoba clear there was another question also like once uh, the atma leaves the body uh, mm. you call it um, there chaitanya in it or there no chaitanya that was, i think that was also a discussion point which shobha bhagni also we were discussing about it i guess not bhagni mm. correct correct uh, yeah mohodaya uh, what you explained uh, that was very good but i i mean i understand the overall uh, uh, picture of none of this you know like you said if we think it is real it is real but because it is mentioned in the shastras i am curious to know what it's saying um so that's why i'm asking mm-hmm. and like uh om shri sundar bhagini was saying just now uh that process of uh, the prana leaving the body and i you know i know that one just the mukhya prana goes and then the rest of them stay behind but if this is not the right time to discuss those things that uh, that's okay we'll you know it will uh, come later i think so yes we can talk about it at that time right that will be better because in the sense that here only giving the preamble of how the creation takes place right. you know it is is that atma paramatma which is sachidananda swarupaha ubaditvena ishvara jeeva iti twofold formation it takes place now when it says ishvara and jeeva jeeva is standing for jeeva as well as jagat because jeeva is part of the jagat now ishvara and jeeva are is divita there is a shuddha aspect and ashuddha aspect for both ishvara and jeeva not the paramatma do not confuse between paramatma and ishvara paramatma when takes an upadhi it is called ishvara that is nirguna nirguna brahma and saguna brahma now saguna brahma how can then there question will come how can be nirguna become saguna now the how can the water which is ocean become wave without losing the wateriness in it is an only an appearance from the ocean itself as a wave right mm-hmm. same way the paramatma in reality do not go through the change but the experience when you identify with an upadhi 
it will have a what you call Ishura Rupa who is a Srishti Siddhi Laya Karta and his Srishti Siddhi Laya is Jagat in which Jiva is also part. Now without an Upadana Karanam, see for example a Kumbhakara or a potter when he wants to make a pot, he needs objects for that. He, he is a creator of the pot, no doubt, but for him he needs mud, he needs the wheel, he needs the rod to rotate it, he needs fire, he needs water, he needs uh, you know a donkey to bring the mud from a right place. All sorts of activities are involved in the potter's creation. But when there is only one ekam, the bhutavadanti, it itself is being told as a many is because of Upaditvena. Now Upadi is when you have a different Upadi other than it, then you call it as I write with a pen. The pen is an Upadi for me to write. Or I see with my eyes, then I my eyes or the eyeball is an Upadi. But for an Ishwara, when he or Paramatma, when he itself and has become Saguna, how can he create something which is apart from him when there is nothing apart from him? So that is the word, that is the time Maya. Maya is nothing but his own aspect for creation. In the Rigveda, it says, So Kamayata. So, so Kamayata Bhusyam Prajayeti. He thought that let me become many and he became many. That's what the Upanishad says. So, how did it happen? The only way we can relate it to that when in a dream I thought let me become many and I became the road, the horse, the chariot, the flower, the, the other persons in my dream, the elephant, everything, did all of them I create by somebody else or I create, for my mind I created? I didn't create it, my mind created it. Because the, the, the moment we say I created, there is a confusion. I am not there in the dream. There is a different I in the dream. The dream, the waker dream, waker is not there in the dream. So the waker cannot say I created the dream objects and everything. The same way Ishwara when he creates in the, for the explanation of creation, Maya is being used as just as how the same individual using his mental capability to create objects and experiences in the dream, Ishwara using his own Maya like a dream has created the Jiva and Jagat. So that is where the creation is explained in the, for, for the process of explaining. Because when I am experiencing something, the Shruti cannot say my experience is wrong, no? Then I will not accept my Shruti. It has to match, match with my experiences and take through my experience to say what I experience is true, but there is no reality in it. It is only an, it's a feeling or an experience which you are not having as a permanent one. So for explaining that the Maya principle is introduced into the Advaita.
Only in Advaita Maya they use the term Maya for creation. Because for others there is no need of Maya because the Ishura is separate and the Jagat is separate. So Ishura as a creator stands separate and creates in Vishish Advaita and Dvaita and all. Any, uh, how, uh, did, did you understand what I explained it? Or this? Um, it I know there is one question there. Yeah. So, uh, the difference between the, difference, the Maya and the Upadhi, mm. Upadhi, mm. as I am understanding it, it is an instrument through which the Jagat comes into sort of right. existence. Or, uh, uh, seeming um, apparent mm. existence, not real. So the Maya right. that is the power of Brahman, our true nature. Right. And uh, but Upadhi is the instrument. Is that the right understanding? Maya is the power to see what is not there, and then Upadhi becomes the instrument in uh, in the particulars. No, to, that is why the, to, to explain the inexplicable, we need to give a term for it. Now, for example, you might have seen magic shows happening everything. Now, the real magic shows which are happening today in, uh, in the present world are mostly of science-based. Science, they are using a lot of scientific methods to uh, create illusion. But there used to be and with even in the recent past as as in the late or the ni late 19th century in the early 20th century people who knew Indrajalam were they will throw a rope onto the sky and they will climb up through the rope to the go you will hear a lot of war I mean a clash of swords and everything dead bodies and chopped bodies falling down onto the stage and Finally, from one of the dead body, the, the, the one who was showing the magic wakes up and that, that has the, what you call the, the hallucination which he had created, he pulls it back to, so that the, there won't be even the rope or the bodies on the stage for the people to see it. He will be standing all by himself. So, mesmerizing is the process through which they do that. But today, no, that, that technique has been lost mostly. I don't know if somebody is still doing it. I heard that PC Sarkar in Calcutta is one of the person who can still do that. I, 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 I have not heard about it. I, I, even though I have met, I have seen one of his shows. That's a different issue altogether. So when Ishwara creates this one, like Indrajalam, he is creating not from anywhere else. He doesn't have any or any equipments required. Because in the, if in the real magic show, you they need a curtain, they need a table, they need so many gadgets to show that. But for an old day Indrajala, they don't have anything to show. They just mesmerize the audience and send the feeling of experience like how you dream in our dream. They, were, they are able to control your mind and create your experiences. That is how the old Indrajala methodology took place. So what the what the methodology Maya when we use it in Advaita, it is his own power. The Ishura uses his own power of creation for Maya and 
because he is creating from himself the maya and using it part of the maya comes as part of that to all the created also because it cannot be different from him so that what path which is lies with us is called avidya and that is the avidya which creates the dream in us or the even the illusion of mistaking a rope a snake for a rope or all those illusions which are happening in our day to day life that we are stationary on a flat earth even though earth is rotating at 1840 kilometers per hour we don't feel that rotational per speed and same way day and night is because of the feeling of the rotation of the sun and the revolution of the earth and uh, we we have a day and night experience but in reality the sun never stops shining so all those illusions which we are feeling is part of the avidya so there is no sub- something apart from the upadana or the other thing like the potter needed mud ishura didn't have maya separate from him it is part of his own power and we too have that same power not the same enormous enormity like a tsunami can be made in by a ocean but where a where a where as a same ocean and if you take in a cup even though uh, we may say storm in a teacup but that does that doesn't really mean it creates a storm right even though the same ocean is with us so that type of a differential power is there <coughs> to our level to create our own uh, our own uh, ignorance takes care of our own con- uh, confusion and uh, illusions in our day to day life uh, so what what does upadhi mean exactly i'm upadhi upadhi is gender in the literal meaning is an instrument hmm upadhi is an instrument now the instrument user has to be different from the instrument in all cases except when your personal experiences are concerned external world in the jagat outside you have the instrument different and the user where and the one which is upon which the instrument is being applied is different there is a tributary there okay but i, I your, just, in, yeah i understand uh, more there right I, but for the individual when you are talking about yourself as an individual you don't need an external instrument Do you need an external instrument to know your own happiness and sorrow inside your mind? Hmm. Do you need it or no? No, no. I I understand what you're saying. I just was uh, not clear about what. I hear it all the time. Just uh, wanted to uh, know the difference between, or at least understand what it exactly means. So yeah. if we apply apply to our own dream state right. so that right. is uh, that is like maya it is not real but we have the power right. to create it and then right. the upadhi is uh, how does it like if you take the dream example uh, no that that, upa- that, ig- that ignorance in the mind is the reason with which the mind is creating what is real for the dream world as a dreamer 
everything in the dream at the time of experience of the dream is 100% real nobody has ever said that i dreamt you can even dream inside a dream that's a different issue mm-hmm. but whatever experiences you are in the dream is real at the time of reality of the experience of real i mean dream only thing is that we don't have the knowledge of the waking in the dream otherwise in the dream we would have said i was in a different world of waking which is also unreal now i am in a real world which is dreaming right yeah so the upadi there for the dream to be created is nothing other than the same power of the mind mm-hmm. the same mind in the waking which has the memory of the dream not always some part of the uh, what you call uh, dream only is remembered and that too those dreams which are what you call lucid dreams deep dream deep uh, dreams are never remembered that is experienced and it can be measured by external means today by you know rapid eye movement and other things which uh, scientifically they measure it and even alpha theta alpha waves beta waves then theta waves and delta waves they are able to measure your brain uh, el- electric input uh, from the brain's stimulation but and they are able to correlate between when is a real sleep when is a dream sleep and all those i mean light sleep deep sleep and all those different aspects of the you know experience but they will not be able to experience what the experiencer is going through they can only measure it what he is doing or what he is going through same way so when he is going through that dream where does that experience create who created it for him when you come to advaita we call it as suprakasha there is a swaprakasha in the jivatma which is nothing other than the paramatma jivatma paramatma tattu tvam asi what that is what you are so when you know it that guru says that or the shastra says that tad tvam asi that paramatma and tum now shwetaketu was told this by nine times by his father udalaka in the chandogya upanishad then only he could understand what it was actually what father is saying different ex- 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 examples he is talking about like you know the metal uh, metal to metal objects mud to mud objects even you know that uh, the tree ashwatha tree in front of their uh, kutia they brought them to bring a seed break it up there are tons of thousands of small small lesser than mustard seed the particles inside that and he rather says even in that there is life or the jeevatvam because of which the tree comes out from each of the seeds just as a tree is giving out multiple seeds and everything the same tattvam is giving out to multiple experiencing individual life but can the seed be different from the tree no 
that tree and the seed and the seed the is itself is the tree later also tadutvamasi that same way the mud if paramatma has made multiple objects inside the world or that the world and the inside that with his own maya there is no other upadana or other instrument with which he has made then everything what you see is nothing but formation of from the same thing sarvam khaluidam brahma just as the same ocean is creating clouds rivers brooks ponds waves tsunami or whirlpool everything at the end, as a, as the as the ocean or the water as a swarupa has at, at any point of time undergone any change no it has taken only a nama roopa so vacharampanam vikaro namadeyam mrittikatteva satyam is the example which is used in the chandogya upanishad same way vakalampanam eva is this jagat it we are giving everything different names the tree is different the dog is different my husband is different my daughter or my wife is different all those experience names and forms are given being i by us or by the society which we also accepted it and we are living with that but in reality everything is out of ex- only one aspect is which is uh, they all exist they all have a awareness in them and awareness in me because of which i am able to be aware of them or they are able to be aware of me and if i take the awareness what happens like in deep sleep none of them exist their existence also is not that so the existence and the awareness is a common factor with on which everything is odaprodam today's morning gita class sarvam odaprodam is in that akshara paramatma is is being sub, substratum for everything like the ocean is the substratum for the bubbles or the froth and the waves and the cloud everything to come out this is the way in which it is being explained in the advaita but don't compare with a practical experience from our jagat because it's a vikruti means already created and you can't you can't see the you you what you call the oneness in that multiple multitude unless you know the truth behind it only when you know the mud you know that everything that is made of mud is what is called the pot the chirag or the you know uh, the the hundi or the so many things or even your gold is the same as, as ornament um, different ornaments but if if we are looking from the ornament point or the pot point of view they are a multitude forgetting if you forget it the mud is the common factor for all that or the gold is the common factor for it same way there is a common factor for all our experiences that ex- experiential common factor is what we call is abhirakshanubhuti which we are going to logically study step by step अस्तु धन्यवाद है मोदय
I mean, it is not easy to accept what I am saying or understand what I am saying is as a blindfold because it has to become your personal experience. Then only you will uh, think. See, for example, let us uh, take an anything which you have studied in our any experience we have gone through in our life from childhood till this very moment so many experiences have happened but none of them are remaining with us isn't it it's they have come and gone as a fleeting experiences but some of them remain why do they remain now for example purushottam or uh, sreetam manishottam or whether I am an Indian or an American or this thing, this all, even though it's all given to us by our name, shape and the conditions under which nobody has to remind you or you don't act like an animal because you know that you are a human being. Same way, now one example which I can tell, which can give you the thing that you are looking for a result on your exam on the the old time we used to have on you know, the notice board the numbers pasted on the multiple pages so you have to look for your roll number and the page number to see whether your number is and given that you are passed or not now suppose if one one student by had by when he was looking for he doesn't see the number his number and he had a doubt that he may or may not pass. So he started crying and standing on one side. When his friend comes and asks what happened to this thing, he said, no, I lost. I have not been successful in passing my exam. So he said, no, what is it? I saw your number. Others say, no, I didn't see it. I looked all through. No, I didn't see. Then he, that person takes in and shows him. Now, when he sees that his number is there in that sheet of past student, at any point of time, that knowledge that he has passed can be erased from his mind. It will remain till his death or till as long as his memory is alive without Alzheimer's or dementia. All this at that time, till that time, till his deathbed, he will know that I have passed out a graduate or I passed out engineering or a doctor or whatever may be that. Why? Such experiences in our life, when we make it our personal experience, then it remains with us. But which are not made personal, but only transactional. Like the food we eat every day, or the you know experiences of traveling to different places, or the experience we spend time with our friends or relatives or anything. This, some of them may remain with us if we have a incident or a lasting memory from there to come. Otherwise, it won't remain in our memory. Why? Because we are not personalized it. In the, in the, in the technical term, Swamshikaranam. Jnanasya Swamshikaranatvad eva tasya avabhodo jayati. Only when you internalize your learning, that becomes part and parcel of you. The student who passed became his part and parcel to his deathbed only because he internalized it immediately at the time when it was told. 
same way if a parent is told that you have, you have, you have got a son or you have got a daughter that knowledge that I have become a father or a mother I mean mother because she has go she goes through the delivery makes a different issue for a father or a grandfather I have become a grandfather or a grandmother that knowledge they don't have to go through the experience of becoming that Shruti Vakyam from the reliable source makes them an internal experience that I have become a grandparent or a grandfather or a grandmother and that will remain it will not it will not because they know that uh, that has become my part and parcel of now same way this knowledge when it is really understood without any doubt because there are three obstacles in that becoming part and parcel of us it is all three put together is called atnyana but actually speaking atnyana has got three different aspects of it one is atnyana is total ignorance about it second one is samshaya you may hear about it about the atma paramatma jivatma and all but you are not clearly understood so you have a samshaya for it whether it is these these are all old you know textbooks which are supposed to be ancient in nature how can i believe it and more scientific and modern i do not believe it that is a samshaya then there are people who are willing to listen and understand what happens to them is that viparya takes place viparya is viparita jnana when he says you are a jivatma and paramatma immediately they will think okay there is a jivatma i am the jivatma and there is chaturbhuja chandradari jadadari chandragaladara all as parameshwara that that once he viparyam comes in then it is difficult to erase it unless until he takes effort to erase that or he yes undo it oh what it is it this chakra chaturbhuja or chandragaladara or uh, all are symbolic representation of that paramatma which is being told by the upanishad if he understands then then the viparya gets corrected for the asamshya asamshyalu he will either he takes effort to correct it or he doesn't take an effort to correct it. those who do not take they, they will never believe in it but those who take an effort it to even though this ancient them something is some by so, so many people are studying it let me also go and learn it and understand what it is and then study so to such people there are people who have even uh, abandoned their you know five digit six digit salaries and have become sannyasis and monks to pursue this as a full time thing why because they got convinced about the uh, uh, this thing and they want to learn and they want to propagate it. so such people are there but atnyanis who have never heard about it will never know about it unless they are getting an opportunity to have the there are so many knowledge or information available in the world we are all atnyanis of some knowledge or the other no we cannot have all the knowledge so that type of an atnyanam for this shruti vakyas also is there for many people who have never heard about upanishad or uh, vedanta so these three are to be conquered the first one is to know about it 
second one is to come and study about it then you get into confusion doubt samshayam then samshayam sometimes can you know not properly mananam if you don't do the proper introspection yourself because i told you, you know it has to become your personal experience samshikaranam so unless you do that and you start looking on a day to day basis your personal experience and try to find out what is the what is that aspect which makes me me until that time either samshaya or vipadhya will be there with you but once you know that like i told you we have become a grandfather or grandmother and it become your personal experience you cannot be taken away from out of that experience of the knowledge now here the experience and knowledge are the same in vedanta there is no difference between experience and knowledge they because in all other system of uh, atmiyam yoga or tantra or all those things there is something which is experience but that is not jnanam that is an experience out of the you know what you call taming taming of the body but that will happen i am not happen denying that that is all false or anything but they are not reaching the personalized experience of the knowledge of advaita that the bhagavad gita itself say that they are all either adama or madhyama adhikaris and who get either carried away by that practices itself pamshi bagadi aur shobha lalita chandu Chandani, Nayana, any questions? No, Mahodaya. My, my only question was uh, about Upadhi. Uh, hmm. Did you already read this because I came a little late? No, no, no. This was last, last class, same thing. Yes, okay. one question, Mahodaya. Ah. Look, uh, yes, so, yeah, I believe in this. Pran and Atma is different or same? Yeah, prana and, uh, and atma. Uh, yes, you. What? What is the question? They are different. Yeah, so they are different or same, and do they reside in a body at the same time, and do they leave a body at the same time? Now we told. I told you know, prana is uh, the vital forces, but the hmm. the the director of the force is different from the forces. so oh. chaitanya or chetana is the pra- atma parana jivatma and prana is the once one and one sharira level where you know it has it controls the mind and the intellect and everything and then there lower level of prana which is controlling the stula sharira pancha pancha vayu uh, prana apana udana vyana samana that this thing is second one but that prana which you are saying prana apana by when you do your pranayama is not the same prana which is referred as atma and prana which is leaving the body because vayu at sarvagatam like vayu even after the body is dead there is air inside the body isn't it so it's the prana which is not leaving is only thing that the chest the lungs stops breathing 
So that is why it is called prana and prana with the subconscious mind is the one which is going for Chandrasdhi Marga and uh, Arsiradhi Marga. You, uh, Mahode, you mean to say that prana, see when a person dies, he says pranaha gataha, uh, you can, you, people say that, right? Prana is gone. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, um, what she asked is also right. Prana and Atma, both of them are not, are they intermixed with each other or they are not, um, how do we define them? Is, okay. Are there now, when, when the fire goes, will the light uh, go separate and the heat go separate? No, everything is together, right? Yeah, same way, the prana and the atma is together all the time, as far as the jivatma is concerned. Oh, asu. Mm. But as you said, uh, atma is a director force and prana is the vital force. So, uh, yeah. The variation happens only in the, because you say pranayama, you don't say atmayama, you say pranayama, right? So, uh, Because prana has got seven meanings in uh, Sanskrit. Oh, so. Hmm. Prana is also called mind, prana is also called Brahma, prana is also called Chandra. Hmm. Okay. And prana is also called the, the, the air we take inside and the air we throw out is called apana. Ha prana, apana, vyana, udana, samana, panchavayu. Yeah, yeah panchavayu. panchavayu. That is all panchavayu. prana. sometimes they call it as panchaprana, panchavayu also the same, both are the same. But the prana, shariram, tyaktva. When you say that, it is not the prana, apana, prana. It is that total prana which, which, which is the controlling power of all the five pranas. As long as that prana is there in the body, then only the body heat will be maintained by udana, uh, vyana, no, vyana, okay. And then uh, the perspiration and excretion takes by the udana, prana, apana, the breathing inside and breathing outside. And Samana is the one which maintains all the bodily functions. So you mean to say the Prana which is attached to the Atma is different from what, what uh, the Pancha Pranas is there, right? <laughs> you cannot separate it out because ah. it is functions wise it has got different five fingers. Now you say when your hand, when you are five, ah. five the thing, you have got five fingers in it. Mm-mm. When you say yes. fist, when you say fist, you have got five fingers together, no? Yes, true. Mm. Same way, the the mukya prana or the maha prana is called the fist, and the panja pranas are the five fingers, like the five prana, which are yes. operational level separated. Mm. But it is only because of the operational level that is called different. But it is totally together as one energy. Okay. Hmm. And it is the same energy which is also working as mind, manasakti. Chinta shakti, kriya shakti. Prana has got two aspects of main aspect. One is chinta shakti and the other is kriya shakti. 
Now the Chinta Shakti is the internal brain which is the Buddhya Hankara Chittani, Mano Buddhya Hankara Chittani is one aspect of the Chinta Shakti. Now Kriya Shakti is through the Panja Pranas and which is the one which is moving the body, the limbs, the blood, the oxygen, the heat inside, the, even the Jardagni or excretions, all those things are controlled by the Kriya Shakti of the Prana. So when the prana is leaving means the engagement with the body is being withdrawn by the that that entity. So the mind stops functioning, the buddhi stops functioning, the hangara stops functioning, the kriyas on the body stops functioning, the both the chinta shakti and the kriya shakti together goes out of the body and that observer or the sakshi which has been doing all that <coughs> there is the kriya shinta shakti or the body shakti anything there is a sakshi no the one who observes the body and the chinta there is a knower behind all those things that is called the chaitanya or the chidatma chidatma with the prana is the one trans which is going through the transmigration but that is for people who believe that there is transmigration and uh, birth and rebirth and all those things. But a true Advaitin knows that these things are happening, but they are all like Sopnavat. Mm. Yes, yes. Huh. Because that is what I said, you know, shift your, your one, we have to shift our identification with our bodily functions to the very entity in our body which is knowing everything. That shift of consciousness from the bodily functions to the knowing function is the one which is important for all of us. To how to do that is what the Vedanta is teaching all about. There are different methods of it. Neti Neti is one it. Sarvam Khalidam Brahma, then you know what I told you, Navicharita know, Samsiddham. So, what is the vichara to be done? <coughs> Excuse me. So, all these things is the process, different methods are there. Ananda Veda, Bhuvetitavyam, Alpachakala, Bhavascha Vidna, Yat Sarabhutam, Tatuvasitavyam, Yadahamso, Shirambu Mishram. So, there are many, many methods in which we can learn or practice this and achieve it. But since our time is short, we have to take only what is Sarabhuda. What is, you know, really meaningful to all of us. Chantu Mahadeva, you had some question? No, you clarified last week itself. Okay. My question was about no Sudha or Sudha Veda. Whether uh -huh. Jeev and Ishwar both are having a Sudhi, you said no, it's only Jiva and not a Ishwara. Right. Yeah, Vamchi, you were asking something. Ah, uh, yeah, I understand now. The prana has uh, two um, jobs basically: Chinta Shakti and Kriya Shakti. That solves the question, you know. They say yeah. that's what they say. Even they say pranayama, you do your mind gets cooled and your body functions well. It's like a two job. It does two job. 
So right. it, it has, uh, yeah, that answers my question. Thanks, Mahadeya. Okay. So about clear? Yeah, yeah. My one more question. Yes, yes, Naina. Yeah. So prana is uh, with jivatma only. I uh, am asking because uh, when enlightened soul uh, may not be uh, having means when we have a birth and rebirth cycle, uh, hmm. prana will be with us. Is it so that means is that so? Now, when you are carrying a pot in your hand to buy milk or to bring water, is the space inside the pot going through the change? It is moving from one place to another place. So will you say the space has changed or the space inside the pot is remaining the same or there is no change in the space because space is everywhere? What will be your answer? Space is everywhere. Space is everywhere. Same way, the Paramatma is everywhere. When the prana identified with the that spot of the Paramatma we call Jivatma and Prana. Like the, the, the space inside the pot, the space, the, the, the knowing power of, through that Prana is called the Jivatma. The knowing power is there everywhere. Or the Bodham, Bodha Swarupam, Chit, Chit, Sat Chit Ananda Swarupam is there everywhere. Sat is existence. If without existence there is nothing, everything is existing. There, if it is not existing, it cannot be. It, it cannot be known because knowledge is part of the existence. Existence and knowledge are the same. So, when we are aspecting, saying that the prana, shakti, the shakti for the prana to know as man, chinta shakti and kriya shakti, has to come from that knowing power of the Paramatma which is identified at the spot. And what is the instrument we use it during the Jivatvam or the Jiva state is it is through the mind because Chidda Shakti can be only in the mind. Not on our finger or on our body or the leg. Even though sensations are there, the Indriyas are there, the Indriyas feed there sensation to the mind and the mind knows about it. So that Chinta Shakti is with the Prana and that is the thing. And now why or why do the Chinta Shakti is identified because that is the aspect of that instrument. Just as the aspect of the instrument of a bulb is to burn the current passing through that or the aspect of the current passing through a fan is to rotate or to a heating element to generate heat. Same way, the, the knowing power, if it is in the human mind and intellect, it is called the Chinta Shakti. If it is in an animal, it is called Panchavayu, that its generation, it doesn't have the mind and intellect to differentiate between the uh, good and bad, Dharma, Adharma, Chinta Nasti. And if it is on a plant, it is to certain level. And if it is on a stone, 
it cannot exhibit, but it is not without that same Paramatma Tattvam in it. Because existence is there, no? And it is exhibiting the knowledge of existence to us, for us to know that it exists. Isn't it? So to narrow down Paramatma to Jivatma or to a soul inside the body is the limitation of the mind. Our Chinta Shakti is limited to limiting ourselves from thinking large. So open up your mind, let, let the knowledge come to your mind, then you will realize what, what you have been restricting yourself to. Lalita Bhagani, any questions? No, no Mahadeya, no, no questions. Okay. Any, any because I, we didn't move in even one one page today. It's already 8.40 now. So, uh, today's class is only question answer session class for us. Otherwise, we, I thought of going one or two more pages. This one is another paragraph to be read. This we will uh, take it up next class, I think. Otherwise, we don't be able to complete it. Yes, Mahodaya. We are yes. So, any, any any questions further, or uh, we, then in that case, next class, I don't think we need to have any questions unless you want to uh, think about these points which we have discussed and then you want to clarify some more thing, we can still have the question and answer session in the beginning. Mahodaya, um, can we, it's just my um, thought, can we do the reading first and then have the question and answers at the end of the class? Well, I don't, I, I, mean, I, can, I, I, I'm game for it because I thought that previous class questions can be clarified before moving to the next class. That's what I thought it. But then, next class what we'll do is, we'll keep the question answer toward the, toward the last 20 minutes or 15 minutes. At least if we can cover some thing, otherwise I don't think we will be able to ever finish the text. Yeah. It is not the finishing of the text which is important. Yes. More yes, important that's... is to have the clarity of the teaching. Ah, that's more important. Oh, yeah, that's what I said. And, and uh, one thing I, uh, yeah, one thing which I know for before. Sorry, we, I'm sorry. One thing yeah, which yeah, I know for sure is that all these questions will be there only in the beginning. Once it starts flowing through the step-by-step -step procedure. All these questions will get clarified. Right, Mahodaya. So I right. think uh, a lot of them will probably get answered as we keep reading. So, uh, right. My thought process on this is it's good to go ahead and start reading. Then uh, ask okay. questions come up. So yeah. from next class onwards, we will start the reading of it, and I, I in between. If some technical part comes, I can stop there and you can, if you want to ask questions, you can ask. Yeah, that's right, Mahadeya. As suggested by Shubha Bhagni, we'll take the last 10-15 minutes for the question answer so that we 
we are done at least for one sloka or one paragraph of the text also so that we yeah. move ahead in the subject that's more important so we get to know more right. a bit more <laughs> or else it will always be a blank uh, questions keep coming up you know so that's I right would, yeah, but then the, there is another way which we which we can do is that i take only the mola shlokas of the shankaracharya shlokas the bhashya part i will at, i will study and use it for explaining the shloka where we will not be you i will not be able to asking you to go through the uh, deepika part of it which 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 one is better for you we let to decide that but if you like to read the deepika then we let to go through the reading of the deepika yes please go ahead madhya the deepika is more uh, ex- i mean it's more explanatory detailed. Yes, yes, that's what I was saying. Mahadev, it's more detailed. No, uh, sorry, Bhagini, go ahead. No, no, no. No, that I'm done, Bhagini. Yeah, please. Go okay. Uh, is it possible that we can read the shlokas and uh, when explanation is needed, we can read Deepika also? Um, do you? So, do you want to finish the Deepika first, Mahadev, and then go to? Uh, Deepika is actually part and parcel of the shloka because. Mm-hmm. the shloka is cryptic in nature very uh, short explanation but the technical terms of the shloka is clarified by the deepika deepika that so is the deepika is important right so should we do them together is what i was asking yeah we have to do it together for the better clarity of it ha bring the shloka first and then the Deepika so both are complementary no, no. in that case. Both are complementary with one. Yes, yeah. See now this what we are reading is actually the uh, explanation of the Dhyana Sloka of uh, Sri Harim Paramananda Mubadeshtara Mishwaram. Vyapakam Sarvalokanam Karanam. So that Karanatvam is being what is explained. Now that, that one word Karanam is what this paragraph is all about. Okay. because otherwise karanam means we will just think that okay karanam finished but how does it become a karanam where there cannot be a karya because karya karana vimukta is paramatma so how can he be a karanam right so for that is what atra ayam prakriya is only for explaining that it is only through prakriya it is called karanam otherwise it is never a karanam because there is no karyam karyam vira karanam nasti karanam vira karyam nasti yeah the jargon needs to be understood mahodaya before we get into the text because or else it will be illusion a complete illusion right i will see the reason why that the jargon i mean the technical uh, terminologies are important in each uh, this one is that there are a lot of misinformation and wrong information which is by given by so many other prakarana grandas which were attributed to shankaracharya but is not actually by shankaracharya it is by the subsequent shankaracharyas who has written those shlokas and the, most of them were basically to answer to opposition he had during his time for example today shankaracharya is being challenged by some questions he 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 gives a vedartha sabha he will answer only the questions to which him is being questioned isn't it so he will whatever he says becomes a uh, kriti or a shloka or a prose 
based on which the disciple will write down and he will go through it and correct it and say yes it's okay that way the original why I'm saying is that having studied this original Sankarabhashya of the 10 Upanishad Brahma Sutra and Bhagavad Gita the most closest one which I can feel which can be attributed to Shankaracharya are Aparokshana Bodhi and Upadesha Sahasri. Even in Viveka Chudavani there are about 10 or 15 slokas where it is not except exactly what Shankara told in the Upanishad, he himself is, how can he contradict in his Viveka Chudavani? That is how the doubt comes, whether it is written by somebody else, answering to some questions later which propped up. Okay, Any, any anything further? Chandu Mahodhya? I think let's discuss with those uh, explanatory slokes also along with it. Okay, Mahodhya. Okay, Mahodhya. Lalita Bhagani, nothing? Or you were saying something in between? No, nothing. I just said both are complementary. The no, right, right. and the... Yes. Oh, yes, you are right. Absolutely complementary mm. because the terms mm. of uh, sloka is explained by through the DP only. Yes. Chandri Bhagani? So far, so good, Mahodhya. Thank you. Excellent. So we will stop it today. Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamevavashishyate Om Shanti 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 Dhaniyavada Sarvibhyam Dhaniyavada Dhaniyavada